This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Love is, love is, love is love. Hello there. Welcome back. Lori and Julia's show. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We're going to have a good time on the evening of Wednesday, August 8th. It's our third cat video festival. It's a wonderful time for the entire family. And if you'd like to join us, well, you got to get your tickets. $10 in advance. They're going to go up eventually, so get them now. $10 in advance. If you want the VIP tickets, so you get the food and the complimentary beer and wine and air conditioning. Uh, that will cost you $75. Um, you can get your tickets by going to cat at mytalk1071.com. And remember, $1 of every ticket goes to Feline Rescue. And new this year, it's irresistible. It's the Feline Rescue Live Kitten Cam. Yes, seven four-week-old babies with their mom live on stream. Watch that and your heart will melt. I really. People are yes. tweeting us that they're losing time down the productivity <laughs> hole right, because they? they're looking yeah. at the kitten the cam. Kitty cat, the kitten cam. <laughs> I want to jump with Glee over here. Oh, wow. We should. I am redoing the manual. Okay. After years and years of abuse, um, because we've been pinpricks. We've been just using our magazine pictures. Mm-hmm. And um, when people move chairs around here, they all fall. So I've been laminating some of these historic <laughs> pictures that will never happen again. Yeah. For example, no, Paul Newman. You know, when he died in two thousand and eight, we yeah. have the cover of Entertainment Weekly. Mm-hmm. We have Prince. Things you're never going to see. We have. Assigned Donny Osmond. Yeah. I mean, well, I think people could maybe see these again, but like our autograph photo of Andrew Shue, the milk picture of David right. Beckham. The, the, and she's very excited. She's, I've been laminating. Laminating, but, yeah, and no. uh, Casey sent me in with some Velcro to stick onto oh, our, our, what do you call these walls? Sound, sound panels? Sound yeah, panels. Yeah, sound sound panels. Thing, yeah. Oh, but it's just going to be so nice because people aren't going to be bugged by them falling down, and um, mm-hmm. they're just going to look at the beauty. And and the preservation of history That's in right. this very studio. Right. So I'm very proud okay. right now. You should be. Yeah. Yay! It's the little things, people. Yeah. It really Making is. Making our place pretty. Okay, so um, American Woman, we were both fans of this show. It debuted last week on Paramount TV, uh, produced so by good. Kyle Richards. Yes, so good. And uh, Based on her mother. Yes, based Lucy based on her mother and uh, Alicia Silverstone, who really we haven't seen do much since Clueless. I mean, not really. I mean, Absolutely I'm sure she was not. in some other things. But she's making the rounds, and she is pretty darn charming. She's hysterical. So she was on with um, Stephen Colbert last night, and she had on the most gorgeous um, fuchsia dress, stra- 
Oh, she just looked darling. Yes. So when she sits down, she's, you know, he asked her, you're, are you a vegan still? Or are you a veganette? Or what's your thing? Cause she wrote the, she wrote the book on it. Oh, did she? She wrote that? a book on vegan, veganism or something. And, and she said, are you? And he said, yes. And she goes to Stephen Colbert, when did you start? And he said, about a year ago. And she goes, how long did you make it? No judgment. Yeah. And he said seven months. Mm -hmm. And then he found himself at a ball game and he ordered two beers and two hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) And so she said, you know, it's just what you do. But the very first time she even got into it is she was flying. Her mom worked for Pan Am as a stewardess and she was flying with her brother and um, her she was eight years old and her brother was making, I bet they were in first class, but it didn't matter what class because you were served hot food meals back in the day. Yeah, that's true. And his her brother started making sounds of the animals she was eating and he kept going, bah, bah, and she was eating lamb. Mm-hmm. And she said that just struck her as an eight year old. No, stop. This yeah. isn't this isn't Bambi mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's she started. Well, so Bambi's she's a deer. And well, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. A lamb. But you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, well, I know, I know. Yeah. well, I don't. Who's it? Lamb chop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. um, so anyway, she said she started, but he was really funny. He was cute with her. But then she goes on to tell a story about her seven year old boy, her taking him to see Clueless. Yeah, I mean, it's not that bad. You're right. But. They, um, but I took him to see it because it was at the L.A. cemetery where they show it for like 4,000 people. You took your son to a cemetery I to see your film? They do movies yep. there. Yeah. And there were 4,000 people on this huge screen outdoors at night. And we were laying... In a cemetery. In a cemetery. Very romantic. Laying down with pillows. And there was like rosé and whatever. And he loved it. But the one thing he He's took seven. away from it, aside from all the things that I was worried about, was he kept trying to French kiss me afterwards. Oh. <laughs> Which was very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and you said that's not appropriate. I just was kept my mouth closed. <laughs> that's what I did, and I just giggled. I mean, like it's super sweet. <laughs> it is. Su- it is super sweet. <laughs> He's looking at the camera. Nope. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. On. He's not doing it anymore. No good. good. <laughs> but that's what his takeaway was. Yeah. So, and she was so funny about it. And he's like, well, that's interesting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, the critics don't like American Woman, Julia. Really? The audience likes it, but the critics don't really like it. Like, uh, just a few of them do. Like, Neil Justin, you know, he thought it would be, you know, he liked it for the soundtrack and the thing. But, yeah, it's only 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, See, I'm worried no. it's not going to cut through the noise. No, well, here's the deal about the TV critics, shows, okay? You know? The critics, we learned, um, uh, the people that are critics are um, basically men. White and men. White men. <laughs> <Right>. So, <laughs> they, did, um, they did a study, um, USC's... Inclusion initiative that I think we've heard different um, yeah. actors be involved with has turned its eye to critics analyzing gender and race, ethnicity, and the authors behind every Rotten Tomato review of 2017. Right. So they looked at the 100 highest grossing movies of 117. 77.8% were written by men and 82% were written by white men. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, there aren't a lot of women's voices. There are like barely any voices of women of color yeah. or of men of color. Right. You're right about that. And this one is so wonderful in the 70s and the clothes and the cars. And and I think it's great. I mean, people should watch magazine, it. The guy from New York Magazine liked it. Um uh, for the fact that it just shows what it's like in 1975 mm-hmm. and the setting in 1975 and 
you know, what a strikingly sexist. sexist world it was. So, yeah. And uh, anyway, but yeah, the audience likes it more than um, the And And I don't, I'm critics. hoping people don't go to Rotten Tomatoes too much for TV shows. I don't think so. I don't either. I, I don't mean, even want to even know. Think of it for I don't even want to give them the credit yeah. that they do that. Did you guys watch Pose? Have you watched that? No. The Ryan Murphy? I, I, I caught some of it by accident. Yeah. But I, I didn't really see enough to make any what kind of... What network is that on? It's, That's on uh, FX. FX. It's yeah. FX. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. I've watched the okay. first uh, the uh, first episode. I, I loved it. I mean, I absolutely, and the critics absolutely love it. Now, that is, you know, complete opposite. Right. Of, is Pose an hour? Yes, yeah. it's an hour show, and it is, you know, te- takes place in the 80s, and it kind of looks at several segments of life in surprise. In society in New York in that time, the bull cult culture world, the rise of sort of the luxury master of the universe Wall kind Street of thing, kind Wall of Street kind of a yep. guy, and the downtown scene, and James right. Vanderbeek plays this financial kingpin in it, and um, but I, you like it. Yeah, yeah. Good clothes, good well, music, he, good everything. Ex- yeah, excellent. Okay. I, I thought it was really good. But the other guy, an American woman that we were thinking of, who looks so hot in his mustache, Cheyenne Jackson. Oh, and you know who he is. Yes, yeah. You And he's been in, um, Ryan Murphy has cast him. He's yes, been he has. in some iterations. Yeah, and he is. Horror story. He plays no, Mina Savari's um, lover with the mustache who's, at least bisexual, because he keeps having, you know, he had the Cabana Boy yeah. incident. That was a hot scene. Mm-hmm. Who's his dad and mom? No, he's Cheyenne yeah. Jackson. Yeah, I feel like he has oh, popular life? parents. Doesn't he? No. No, you're okay. thinking of somebody else. So. And he was in America Horror Story. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I am thinking of someone else. All right. Um, okay. We gotta- have you watched Island? I did watch that yeah. in one episode. Well, it was two episodes. Right. It's weird. I know, I'm but I like it. it I'm going to give it uh, a couple more episodes. I'm halfway yeah, through three. I, I, I think so. How about Juliana Margulies? How skinny and white is she? Are they trying to make her look even skinnier? I don't know. I told you when we mm, saw her on Kelly and Brian that we were she just was like, shocking. what yeah. has happened? Well, we haven't seen her for a while. The good wife the good wife wasn't... ended like three years ago. I don't think that, not that long ago. Yeah, it did. Laura, you do. Yeah, I, have I, think. A, I, don't, I, don't, right. I don't think it was three years ago. The Good Wife, really? That long ago? Maybe. Know. Well, the filming and stuff. Mm. The Good Wife down May 8, 2016. So, so they were probably done filming. Well, you know, her the her figure fits her the character she it plays. Does, she, skeletal it does. Yes. Yes. Fashion, exactly. Skeletal X-ray. Yes. Fashion skeletal X-ray. All right, fine. I'm but never going to get that job. What, the skeletal X-ray? <laughs> Who wants it, Julia? Hi, Noah. I'm not going to get that one. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for Random Thought. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, here are a couple things that are going on today. It is randomly National Turkey Jerky Day. Jerky. And we Ooh, all okay. love our Jack Links turkey, and they've got a new flavor out, and Lori and I both tried it. Bacon jerky. Mm-mm-mm. It tastes just like bacon. It does. Mm-hmm. And it's thick cut hickory smoked. I know. And you don't have to cook it. Mm-hmm. You can just heat it up in the microwave quickly. Yeah. It's amazing. It's That was pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. So that good. that is happening. And Jack Links is giving away free jerky on National Jerky Day to raise awareness for fueling the front lines. More information at hashtag National Jerky Day. Today is also Loving Day. 
And it is um, an annual celebration that's held today, which was the anniversary of the 1967 United States Supreme Court decision, Loving versus Virginia, oh, which struck yeah. down all anti Miscegenation. Yep. Making laws where you couldn't marry someone of another race. There were 16 states that still had it in place in 19. Such a good movie. I know it was. Joel Edgerton and Ruth Negga. That was such a good movie. Okay, so where is. Today is also the two year anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting. Just FYI. That's right. Yeah. In in Orlando. Yeah. Yuck. Because you'll see that a lot. Trending today. Well, just people are remembering. Mm hmm. Well, here's what has also happened, if we're just going to go down this rabbit hole. Hawaii's largest, the big island of Hawaii, their largest freshwater lake evaporated in under two hours after lava poured in, boiled it. Boiled the lake. And what's ironic is that this lake, this freshwater lake on the big island of Hawaii is in Hawaiian myth and legend and lore. This is where the goddess Pele first visited. The volcano deity. Yep. Yes. I know. I know. Filled boy of vaporized the lake. And the lava from the volcano has created nearly a new mile of land. And people are panicking that are going to Hawaii because people forget there's five islands. Yes. And some people think the big island of Hawaii is where Waikiki is. No, that's on Oahu. That's on Oahu. And um, where the lava is flowing is on, like, I I don't like to stay on that side of the island. I don't want to stay on the Hilo side. I want to stay up on the Kona, Kohola, Kahala Coast, and you're like, that's like, you know, depending on where you are, anywhere from two to three hours from that. The big Mm -hmm. island is huge. It's gigantic. It's a gigantic island. So if you are going to the Waikoloa, Kahala Coast, Kona, you know, um, you don't have to worry about your vacation. But yes, if you were going to enjoy the Hilo side, that side, that's really more residential. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, and people, I've seen that on the news, you know, they've been... They're like, well, Pele, you know, she's let us live here in peace all this time. Because that volcano has been bubbling for lava and spewing on my first honeymoon in 1987. Yeah, forever. I stood right like 10 feet from the lava coming down. Mm. But it wasn't doing the explosion. No, it wasn't doing all of that. But when you go up to Volcanoes National Park, well, of course, it's closed now, but the whole thing smells like a giant sulfur stick. I loved it. Oh, I love that smell. I do, I love that smell. (laughs) Listen to what Domino's Pizza is doing. Um, They are driving around the country fixing potholes. They're framing it as a way to save pizza by giving a smoother ride to delivery drivers and people driving home with their carryout. It's smart marketing, just like the IHOP high hob hob. But there, you know, it's only IHOP. It was just IHOP for a day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. In one location. Yeah. And yeah, and there was only one location in Hollywood. It was brilliant. Yeah. Changing their signs. Mm-hmm. They want us all to know they're doing burgers now. But um, they've already started fixing potholes in Bartonville, Texas, Milford, Delaware, Athens, Georgia, Burbank, California. And they are, you know, doing some real good. They're taking nominations on their websites for other towns to help at pavingforpizza.com. <laughs> You may not get the Domino's crew to fix the puddles, but they might send your money some money your way. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Okay. So they just clear it with the city and say, okay, we're going to just fix the puddle. And the city says, I love that. Ahead. I love that. Um, the summit meeting that took place yesterday between Kim Jong-un and President Trump. Um, Kim Jong-un brought his own toilet. Yes. He always travels with his own personal toilet. Not that he travels a lot. Yeah. No, he does. Um, yeah. Yeah. His uh, excretions contain information about his health status, <laughs> so they can't be Don't. left behind. His uh. excretions. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, How about that one? To say. Presidential nothing. poo. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing you can say. About Oprah Winfrey. I this happened last week, but we didn't talk about it. But um, she's so iconic that the um, her influence on American culture is now a museum museum exhibit through June of 2019, and it's called Watching. Oprah and it's it's <laughs> at, at the Smithsonian Tony right? National yeah. Museum of African American History and Amazing. Culture. And so it started last Friday and it features video clips, interview segments, movie costumes, personal photographs and journals to explore what has influenced Winfrey and how her work has shaped America. There's three different types of thing. One is covering her life and including her involvement in the civil rights movement. The second middle section is about her show, the mm-hmm. social medium um, the conversations and the third section is her role as a cultural influencer about women, media, yeah. power. Self-made woman. I mean, her story yeah. is really amazing. I'd go to this. Doesn't in that sound great? Yeah, because so, she she transformed daytime TV. Yeah. She did twenty five years. Mm-hmm. Came she was, from nothing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and just and it's just this is through. You have one year to see that in DC. Alrighty. Um, let's we'll see. Get that, we'll get that on the calendar. Uh-huh. Donnie posted this. Polly Pockets are coming back this summer. And Polly Pockets were around when we were kids, but apparently in the 90s, they were a big, big deal. But we like Strawberry Pocket. Or it was Strawberry Strawberry Shortcake. Shortcake. Yeah, Yeah. Strawberry Mm -hmm. Shortcake. And they discontinued in 1998, but they're coming back. So um, you can see all those if you want to get... They've got a little bit of a modern makeover. Okay, hobbies that are dying out. Do they do that going back to... Is because they feel like uh, people... Nostalgia? Yeah, that they'll get it for their kids? I think so. Mm-hmm. That's what I would think. Yeah. Nostalgic. Okay, so Lori. Yes, E. The first, when I read the headline, top 10 old school hobbies that are dying out, I thought bowling would be on the list. Julia, That's hush your mouth. Hobby, there are so many really. people that bowl. I know. Yeah. And remember, your kids can bowl free. If you go to bowlfree.com and you sign them up, they can bowl free around the Twin Cities uh, two games a day. Yeah. So it would be something know, to do. Collecting crap. Yeah, what's like the number hummels, one, Julia? Figurines. The number one is being interested in trains or building model train sets. Well, oh. I used to love to go to... Choo-choo um, Bob's is still uh, open on uh, Marshall and um Oh, yeah, Cleveland. I know what you're talking about. That yeah, place, yeah, there's always kids at Choo-choo Bob's, so there are a few kids around, Julia. I can't shut it down. It's going viral. 
This is the My Talk Now trending report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Web. Trending not only locally but nationally. It's a raccoon. A raccoon has scaled up the UBS Tower in downtown St. Paul. It's currently hanging out on the 21st or 23rd story of that building. Also trending Time Warner today, a federal judge ruled that AT&T can move forward with its acquisition of Time Warner for $85 billion, stating that the Justice Department was unable to prove that the massive merger would harm competitors. Also, the Capitals parade trending the Washington Capitals. New winners of the NHL Stanley Cup showed off the hockey trophy to thousands of fans gathered along the victory parade route in Washington, D.C. today. Also trending Jurassic Park. The movie is celebrating the 25th anniversary of its release today back in 1993. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Everybody, we got Marley McMillan who hosts You Get a Rose podcast here at uh, My Talk. Yep, yep. You can find it on the My Talk app or in iTunes or mm-hmm. wherever We're you find your podcast. Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. You and girls... your, your podcasts go up on, every, on Wednesdays. Yeah, right? they go Wednesdays at 3 p.m. But I do have to say that uh, we did upload uh, something today, which mm-hmm. is an interview with the Minneapolis contestant, uh, Jake Enyart, who was, he was eliminated the first night, unfortunately, <sighs> but you can find that today on the yeah. podcast. So. And did you get some good scoop from him? I really thought I did. Oh, I good. was just telling you, I, I really enjoyed talking with him. I thought he was really nice. And the way I felt coming out of it was like, he just totally redeemed himself. I mean, straight out of Dumb and Dumber. Really? Like, he totally redeemed himself. I just thought he was a really nice guy. Yeah. And once I actually talked to him, felt like, dang, yeah, you got kind of a bad draw. But... They probably cast him with the I no no. Listen to this. All this right, was one me. thing that was shocking to find right. out. Is he had kind of you know it's unclear like what he he had been in rooms where Becca had been, but he didn't know he didn't know her and didn't know you know okay, you're in the okay, same Mariah room as Carey. people. I don't know her, JLo. How many parties have you been with someone that you have never met before and they've probably been in the same party room as you several times? Like, that was the situation. But she remembered him and he didn't remember her. I know, I'm totally on his side. Listen, no, but what he said to me about that is that two years ago, and and this plays into your initial question, but two years ago, friends of theirs had tried to set them set them up. And apparently she kind of knew that they were trying to set them up, but he he says he didn't know that they were trying to set them up. So they're at a party. Becca's kind of like, oh, I'm hoping to, you know, catch this guy's eye. The guy has no idea, probably because they didn't want to make it just totally awkward. Marley, Marley, I know you've drank his Kool-Aid. I (laughs) know you've drank his Kool-Aid and you've got just kind of a, you really liked him. You had a good chat. But from the perspective of being the Bachelorette, you've got 28 guys. Yes. There's this dude that you kind of know said him you said he, him you untethered oh, sure. him because I mean, there's too many other guys 
you need to know. Okay, I I agree, but at yeah. the same time, listen to just the crazy karma and and like powers of the universe for this, where their friends were trying to set them up two years ago. And, and if it would have, if it was meant to work out, then it would have. Okay, but but so <laughs> listen to me. Oh man, we're, <laughs> Lori, you and I are too similar. We can't have conversations like this because we both just keep going. <laughs> um, but wait, okay, so is he sad? So, is on, the bottom on. line he's really sad that he got. Sent no, home. no, he's Unfairly. fine. I mean, no, he's like Johnny's you know, gripping his head. <laughs> Johnny's like <laughs> madness now. over there. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but a but a but he sounds sad. He sounds sad. Well, he he felt. He's like, I am grateful to have been on the show. I just really felt like, oh, what a bummer. And I think it's because the things that really could have played to his advantage played to his disadvantage. Again. Uh, the friends try and set them up. He is cast on the show before Bech- Becca is announced as the Bachelorette. I guess that How happens. How insane though. is that? That happens though. They have like a lineup. This is like oh, standard operating procedure. I know. Over at they the they never tell them who the contestant is, and they've committed fully. But think about the crazy. He was lucky to make it from that. fifty to twenty eight because that's what they cast. They cast like fifty people. I know, and then bring it to twenty eight. But think. I mean, just is listen he going to be how, on Bachelor in Paradise? I don't know. He said, I haven't been offered that. And he said, I don't know. I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Okay, mm-hmm. but can you just hold on? What a small world that he doesn't know it's going to be Becca as the Bachelorette. And he's cast, makes it through all those cuts yeah. to the Bachelorette. And then Becca, a girl that his friends had tried to set him up with yeah. two years ago, is it the was, Bachelorette? Yes, and it was right that she canceled him. Drew him <gasps> off with his head right away. It's no bueno. <laughs> it's no bueno. because Get they the guillotine. <laughs> yeah, they could they, their, their time was two years ago. Now move out of the way. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm very, you know, cold that sure, way. And sure. I feel like Becca... You're a purger. I'm a purger, <laughs> and I feel like Becca is a purger, too. She's yeah. like, we don't need this, this yeah. flotsam. I've already run into him before. Sure. I understand his story. The way yeah. that he came off on the show, I think, was not a good look for him. Well, that, thank you, but, editors. Yeah, As we but, know from watching Unreal, we know that yeah. there's kind of... Mm-hmm. Like, they played that up probably as hard as they could. Yeah, but in, in, chat, it just, in chatting with him, it felt like, yeah, you're a just a mm-hmm. totally normal dude. Well, so. maybe he'll be on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, they we'll could see. Use some more Minnesota on yeah. these shows. Um, yeah. Yes. Hello, Marley. Hello. Because isn't Becca <laughs> the first uh, Minnesotan to be yes. on one of these shows yeah. in this capacity? Yes. Yeah. She's the first uh, Bachelor and or Bachelorette. Have we had even any contestants been successfully cast for Minnesota? Um, that and is we've something? had some. We've had some contestants, okay. but we, we, I don't think you know. Other than Kirk DeWint, who yeah, we know. Okay. We we had Kirk and we've had and, another guy who was a former Viking. But not very and then, many Minnesota people, and I think no. they could use some more mm-hmm. Midwest, North Dakota, Wisconsin. Yes. I mean, they could use some oh. stereotypical... Oh, well, how was, about Peter, who was on Rachel's yes, season? Yes. He was from Madison. Listen oh. to Marley, you really are um, a super uber fan. You're the perfect person to be hosting and orchestrating you get around. I love this show. Yeah. I love this show. Okay, yeah. now tell me what did you think of Jordan the model who um when he described himself to Becca as um and we think he's a plant kind of 100%. Okay. When he described she said, "What do you like with a girlfriend? Do we have this audio, Donnie?" Uh yeah, we let's listen to Jordan. Okay, let's <laughs> okay. Listen. Here we go. Like I would never tell the girl I'm dating that the next guy has a 100% rate with matching because guess what? That's kind of going to Make me desirable. What? A woman likes something that's worth catching. <laughs> I know it's hard with me being like a 
a, a model. <laughs> and it's tough. Like, it's, mm -hmm. like, genuinely. I can't <laughs> find anyone that matches the intensity or the, the fun. It's, I'm looking for someone that's wholesome, not only someone that's, that's pretty, but smart and has that bright smile. You have such a bright smile. Oh. How are you in a relationship as a partner? Me, I literally do everything. I'll cook, I'll clean. I'm a golden retriever. I'm a golden retriever. And so like, as a partner, as a partner, like I'm just loyal and I'm dependable. I could be a boyfriend and have a total girl's day. Yeah. And I mean that in like the most manly way possible. Oh. You know what I mean? So like today was, I was in my element. I really felt confident. I felt good. I love that you just said that because today I was like, Jordan will be thriving at yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always gonna be in my element because this is dating. Like. This is this is dating Becca. Like I'm in my element right now. Like you are something that I would you know would like to see myself next to. So I bet. I bet I'm a golden retriever. That needs to be on a t-shirt immediately. That might be his best thing he contributes. It might be his only claim to fame is to somehow uh, he's just sad. What wow. how can she even sit across okay. from him and not just burst, burst out, out laughing? laughing? Yeah. And like, oh really? Like yeah. I Well mean, she did kind oh. of when he said it's really hard to be a model. Yeah. You, you know, you might not understand because oh. you're not as pretty as I am. Oh. And she did roll her eyes. She I mean, did. Okay. She did roll her eyes. Yeah, I mean, eyes. she cannot, cannot be taking him seriously. Well, I know she's not. He's a himbo. And she, I loved when she was laughing about when he got outed by yeah. um, Chicken Pants or whatever yeah, his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll get to him. Yeah, that, he, that he had uh, 4,000 matches on yeah. Tinder in a, in a yeah. year. Yeah, I, I actually really liked the way that she played that because she, she wasn't bitter at all. She just wanted to, like, make fun of him. It was hilarious mm -hmm. how it she was. did it, yeah. and that was perfect. Yes, yes. She really might be uh, one of the best uh, contestants they've ever had. Her PR background yes. and the fact it's that so Minnesota true. is yes. really helping her. Um, I think she's very aware of the camera, maybe in a different way. Listen and, to you loving up on our Minnesota girl. Well, I know, but I've been very <laughs> impressed. Like, I love that she did that. Yeah. Because a lot of times what we see on reality TV is you, it's either the the person themselves, their insecurities are coming mm -hmm. to the forefront. For She, and I felt this way about Rachel last year. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the strong, independent totally. woman. Yeah. Uh, whereas before we've had... Had kind of more bimbos. Yeah. Can I say it that yeah. way? Yeah, and I mean, we've had bachelors yeah. that have been himbos, mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. why they've been good bachelors. But you know, it's kind of like it does feel like the right time to yeah. go. Oh, we have a a, a a grown up. Yeah, I think she's absolutely great. She leaves leads with like substance. With Please. she's a person. Yeah, don't let it be that guy, that one who's done all the Garrett. explaining on Instagram. I know. I'm very worried that that's who it is, Marley. I know because they over explain week one they oh they that that was like a bachelor people um, i know pr making a mistake on that one yeah. if i'm right yeah yeah which i don't know i don't know but i i see where you're coming from and yeah. he but is you know looking me, pretty good i right love now. a conspiracy thing mm -hmm. you know i can go off on a tangent but yeah i really like becca right now though i think the combination of her just being really cool and independent and then also minnesota so just kind of down to earth yes. fun and real but then that teamed up with her publicity background yeah. makes her really really and good at got this those, i mean the guys had to paint their nails the oh that was thing. the best that was my favorite thing yeah that it, richard marks the song oh, i mean that richard was cringe worthy oh my gosh he's married to daisy fuentes oh he was married wow. to um donnie help me with the lady from Dirty oh, Dancing, who yeah. gets the abortion, you know, the dancer. Oh, really? Cynthia Rhodes. Yes. She was in Flashdance. Oh. 
That's who Richard Marks. They were married for like 25 years, had two kids, lived in Chicago. And then, you know, I don't know if one of them went through menopause or andopause, you know, take your pick, either the man or the woman. And they didn't make through through (laughs) their marriage. And now he's with Daisy Fuentes. But I like his hair dye. Not too dark. It's so obvious, I though. Know, I mean, they- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hair dye in the skin pulling is just like, Richard, I, you don't need to look like you're 20. Yeah, I know. Is that... I yeah. mean, it's fine. It's not bad work or anything, but yeah. it's just kind of like creepy. Yeah. I, I don't think it is out there because people are so used but to it. But that was the us, corniest like, part of the night. That was so corny. I can't really handle Chris. I'm I'm just not kind of sure what she's into He's, there. She's sending him I don't home get next that. Week. Why does he have those tiny little baby bangs on his hairline? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Ew, he's got those, it's like he trims his baby hairs. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I that don't is either. something for you and your podcast people I know. to wonder about. I know, um, that's actually, my co-host brought that up a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's funny. Well, last night's episode, he titled it, The Bachelor Breaks a Wrist, a Face, and a Heart. So I thought that was a oh, good... that is a good title. A good title. Yeah. And Marley, we'll talk to you next week. People can listen to... Um, you get a rose. Yes. Anytime starting yep. tomorrow. iTunes, find it wherever you find your podcast. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. And we come back. Um, oh, Neil Patrick Harris, maybe this is not your thing. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's speaking! What is the meaning of this? Well, Donnie, there's some kind of, um, you know, phone emergency going on with Julia. I was Maybe wondering. a doctor appointment, possibly, okay. that must be made that uh, Julia's doing on behalf of somebody. So okay. you and I are going to Hollywood speak. Are we going to start with Neil Patrick Harris? Yes, we're going to start with like, this Neil is one of my Patrick favorites. Harris. Yes. All right, give it to it. me. Well, you know, shortly after he shaded Rachel Bloom during Sunday's, you know, Tony Award show. I don't know who's that lady in the little top hat backstage. Yes. I don't know her. He's known her for five years. Right. And her husband wrote for the show mm-hmm. that he was on. How All right. Your mother. Is it, do we have another tweet? Well, that he now did? he criticized one of the night's major winners, the boss himself, Bruce Springsteen. Following, uh, you know, Bruce Springsteen's uh, performance, Neil Patrick Harris, he didn't get the logic behind the singer's victory. Well, first of all, it was a special award. He didn't wasn't really a victory. I mean, he wasn't nominated. No, Johnny, you're missing. I, I'm going to have to Hollywood speak. All right, what please. You're, you're the speak. expert. No, 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 no. He's live tweeting right during the Tonys, right, with his kids, with his kids and everything. And so, because everybody was all about that yesterday, one of the other things that he live tweeted was he didn't understand. Why Bruce Springsteen was using a teleprompter. It's like, and he, he writes, yes. just using a temp, teleprompter is just not being willing to memorize your lines. Sometimes, I don't know. I don't know why Neil Patrick Harris felt thirsty that he would oh, need to do I, I, this. I, I don't know. You know who else uses a teleprompter? Hmm. Barbara Streisand. Well, no, Barbara Streisand has been using it because she famously quit performing live for over 20 for years oh, for yeah, because she forgot the words yeah, but we're Kelly Clarkson okay. 
Kelly Clarkson, I get it, Donnie. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Kelly right. Clarkson sang on the Today Show two songs on Friday, and she had a teleprompter. Yeah, so what? Here's what I'm going to Hollywood speak. He's a dang. Neil Patrick Harris. Needs a job. No, he. <laughs> that's right, Julia. And he shouldn't live tweet stuff because he's very affected by his five and his seven-year-old and blurting out whatever comes to the top of his mind. Children Tourette's. Yeah, yeah, something, <laughs> something. And um, anyway, so yeah, he just, that's like two days in a row for, and that's just Tony tweeting. Yeah, From Tony Tweeting, he's he's he needs a job, I think. Okay, NBC mulls moving Megan Kelly today sh- today to a new time slot. Uh, struggling ratings. Okay, this is about time. Their ratings. So they had a goldmine there at Today Show because the third hour was um, Al and Tamara and Tamara Hall, and they had good ratings. And then the fourth hour was Hoda Kopke and. Um, Kathy Lee Gifford. Thank you. So the ratings for Kathy Lee Gifford and Hoda Copy have dropped over, what, 20%? At least 30-something? I mean, they're high. Yeah, it, it's 26%. Yeah. Because people who turn off Kelly, Megan Kelly's show at 9 never go back You don't at go 10. back. So what they're saying is move Kellen, Megan Kelly out of there because no one cares or watches her show. Move Hoda and Kathy Lee to the third hour. We can start drinking wine earlier. Yeah, and exactly. Hoda doesn't have to wait around for an for hour, hour to do her other show. Yeah, yeah. good point. Oh, this oh, is this totally going to happen. happen. It's totally going to happen. Why hasn't it happened before? No, they were like trying to they make were... Megyn Kelly feel good. She literally can't get anybody on her no. show. It's so yeah. bad. I know. And now I periodically tune in in another show that's really bad. It's so bad. I can't even believe it's on. Kelly and, oh, and Ryan. Kind of, I'm getting used to it, Laurie. Oh, no. Yes, I'm getting used to it. How about the Juice Fast? Well, they're always dieting. That's the problem with pro- two skinny people but, working together. But, Julia, they're just really, I think that um, it's, it's, it's not, I don't really see it's funny to not eat, to convince your coworker not to eat, and then to brag when you can eat again. It feels like idiotic, dumbed down radio morning DJ radio. It feels fake to me. This okay. whole thing about these juicing and everything. They're trying to make it be fun. When realistically, these are the last two people on the earth who need to fall into the prey, the lie that doing juices cleans you out. That is not true. Okay, that so is, let me ask you this. That just, so I mean, here you are, Kelly. You think me. it's a disservice to them. It, it just, Lori, it's idiotic. Every, I told you, there are two like bodies Yeah, with two like obsessive exercising and food issues but they don't care about any of that they just want to lose more weight and they're just like it they're, but how it can kelly fakey. be doing this but kelly's responsible she's an executive producer she was made an executive producer when michael strahan left ever she i've is, had a low opinion of her ever since she defended ryan seacrest <laughs> Way course, yeah, no, but it, it, only because she didn't want to go through Michael Strain again because that was humiliating that ABC didn't, you know, talk to her and give her a heads up that they were wooing her, you know, co star that she had really great ratings with, mm-hmm. you know. So I get that, but anyway, I just think she and Ryan, I told you, they diet every day, they do an exercise every I day, but even, I, I'm getting more used to them. But Julia, why? Because, why even bother? <laughs> There, I mean, he actually, I, I, this is what he actually said today. I watch Texas Hollywood. He now. said, "Yeah, you'll end up getting through. We did it because it cleanses your organs, and I'm telling you, you'll feel great at the end." He, people don't need juice cleanses. She quit drinking too, by it's, the way. Uh, you know that too. Uh, 
I don't know. Probably because one of her kids said, Mom, you come on blotto every night. Do you think that's it? Oh, dear. I don't know. Because I think she knows in her heart that she and Ryan are fake, fake, fake. There you go. Fake, fake, fake. fake. Okay, why was Matt Damon's cameo mysteriously cut from Ocean's 8? Here's what the director said. There were a lot of people who were gracious to us that for storytelling reasons, it really just came down to storytelling. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon left he on the was cutting room floor. He was mansplaining too much during the Meep 2 movement. He didn't even get to do promotions for his movies. That was out at the time. Yeah, he started in November. He was an early adapter of mansplaining. Harvey Weinstein, he jumped on that right away because he was doing press for Little Rooms or whatever it's called. Then he piped little in. Little people. Yeah, then he piped in. <laughs> downsizing. Yeah, then he piped which in. Which I watched, which was terrible. Yeah, then he piped in. On Louis C.K. with more mansplaining, and then he tried to main mansplain hashtag me too, and then he was canceled. And that is when Sandra Bullock said, "Snip, yep, we've got a million cameos." Mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. that these ladies did that. Yes. I am just that makes me so happy. Edrie Sibrian's co-star Rachel Bilson, you know she. Oh is. yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. She was married to Christian Haydenson. Yeah, Hayden, but, and she was in a Hayden TV Christian. show. She was in um, Gossip Girl. No. You no, always get was, her mixed up. I do. With, OC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she is in this movie with Eddie Cibrian called Take Two. I thought it was a TV show. It is. It is. Excuse me, but um, Take Two. But Eddie is it Cibrian. Any good? I don't know, but she had to tell him to stop flirting with his female co-stars and quote, "I hope he, I hope Eddie, you're this attentive to your wife." Ooh. Is that already oh. out? He, he openly cannot, hits on all of his co-stars. You know stop that. It. He loves to get some on the side. He's never stopped. Any you old dog. He has filled that vacancy with anyone who says yes. That is the Hollywood speak when your co-star says, "Stop flirting with the female co-stars." 